Coming to you live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers. Thank you. Thank you. Watch those don't get chapped or anything. Hi, everybody. Welcome to, uh, as mentioned, another edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. I'm your host, Dennis Silvers. Glad to be here because we've got another good show. We've got another great guest, and uh, we appreciate you hanging with us for the next action-packed, fast-moving 30 minutes. It goes by. Really does. Really does. So anyway, but uh, kick back, relax. And uh, enjoy the show, because as you know, we enjoy bringing it to you. Got a very good guest tonight. Let me introduce him to you, making his first appearance here on Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. He's the PGA Teaching Professional out at the Angel Park Golf Academy right here in Las Vegas. Let's give it up for Mr. Tom Utzler. Thank you, Dennis. You're welcome. Thank you. Did I get it right? Yes, last you name did. right. That's a that's a tough one. And I asked you, you, what was the derivation of your last name? You said it it's, was a it, hodgepodge of German what? or ha- or or Dutch or Dutch. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it works. <laughs> we're it not works. Real sure. It works. Anyway, there are, as you know, if you're a regular viewer, uh, a lot of ways to get a hold of us throughout the evening on the show. We have email, of course, and that is simply golf at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Also got live chat going on. All you got to do is go to our homepage, which is VegasVideoNetwork.com, and just hit that live chat icon, and you can enter into the live chat room. Send us questions, comments, suggestions, whatever is on your mind. We also have a toll-free listener line, and that is simply 1-866-966-4599. And as you know, we're seen all over the place. We are on iTunes. We're all over the place on YouTube. We're now featured on uh, Roku TV, if you've got that, and also Friday Night Features. Uh, every Friday night from 8 to 12 o'clock on AM 1400 KSHP, they re-air all of the audio versions of all of the shows. So if you're driving someplace, uh, just on uh, AM 1400, and I think I'm the first show that kicks it off at 8 o'clock. I'm not sure, but uh, anyway, they're all they're all on there. You can also get a hold of me on a couple of my uh, websites, which is lvgolfguru.com. My email is lvgolfguru at earthlink.net, and you can also go to Dennis Loves L U V S to golf.com. You can do that. All right. Tom's got a very interesting email also real quickly, and that is tom.utzler72 at gmail.com. Um, I've got to ask you real quickly, what's the 72? Is that your age? Is that your best score? Is that the year you bought your first damn car? What, what's what, it, what, it, 72? It, it feels like my age, but yeah. no, I, I, I just thought that's par for the course. So yeah. That's that's a good we'll one. Go. I like that. All right. Tom Utzler72 at gmail.com. All right. Let me uh, take care of a little business right now. Mention one of our strategic partners as we do every night. And that, of course, is Golfer's Guide. You're familiar with this I publication. Am. Largest right. golf publication in the United States, published regionally. And they do nice stories and focus on some very cool regional golf courses. Also do golf instruction. 
They have some retailer advertisers in there. They are kind enough to uh, stream golf and uh, other four-letter words, as you can see right there, Tom, on their homepage. And check them out. Just go to lasvegas.golfersguide.com, and you can check them out here locally in uh, all of our golf courses here. So big thank you to uh, Golfers Guide. They do a very, very good job. Before we get into uh, our first segment, Tom, I want to ask you a couple of real quick things. Number one, uh, where did you develop your swing philosophy? Who was instrumental on you in, in teaching you how to teach golf? Boy, I've, I've had several strong influences. I've, uh, I think I was really blessed early on. I, uh, I got to work with uh, the great Paul Runyon. Nice, uh, nice. Uh, just a wonderful man, yeah. a wonderful teacher. He was a, a, a great player. Uh, as good a short game player as yeah. there has ever yeah. been. Uh, my earliest influence was a golf professional named Greg McCatton uh, in Southern California. Uh, Greg was a, uh, a golfing machine, uh, Ben Doyle okay. uh, uh, yeah. trained player. He was a two-time NCAA All-American and uh, two-time uh, uh, national junior champion. Uh, USGA National Junior Champion. Well, I've talked to a lot of people on my show, radio show throughout the years that are uh, uh, graduates of uh, the golfing machine, and they have sent me over the years several books. And I got to tell you the truth, I'm just not that smart. I, you know, I get through the first chapter, I'm done. I, I don't believe I've ever recommended that anyone read the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something wrong when when uh, when they tell you to start on chapter five. Yeah, and to go I to know, but it's, it's a it's a fascinating, but, interesting yes. uh, swing philosophy that uh, a lot of people, a lot of good teachers, uh, use. And also, second question quickly: uh, What's the commonality of problems that you see that students that come to you? What 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 are they looking for? I know it makes it today on teachers like yourself because everybody just wants to eat it to death and to me they ignore the scoring part of the game and that's putting and chipping and, and the short game. Everybody just interested in ripping and ripping it. Uh, what's the commonality of problems you see? Well, uh, you and I have talked about this a little bit. Uh, the, the main thing that I see is, is way too much tension in the, uh, in the small muscles. And it starts with grip pressure. Um, when you start to squeeze the golf club, that tension uh, ends up in your toes. I mean, it goes throughout your body. And it's, golf is the only athletic endeavor I've seen people try to, uh, try to uh, uh, perform with tense muscles. It just, it just won't it. work. And that I would say that is the single most common thing that I that's a good, that I see. Tension is the ultimate. Oh, it's killer a killer. Game. You have tension, you got stress, you are not going to be making some good golf swings. So, anyway, let's get into uh, some tournament action that happened uh, just uh, finished up yesterday in our first segment, and we call that tournament scorecard. <laughs> There, just drop something on the floor. So we, we might be swimming here uh, water real quick. A little foot. water, but mm -hmm. not going to stain anything. Welcome back, everybody. Golf and other four-letter words. He's Tom. I'm Dennis. Uh, breaking an 11-year drought. Matt Kuchar and Gary Woodland, two real opposites, by the way, uh, teamed up to win the World Cup by two shots. 
the other day over Team England and Germany. This is the, uh, I believe, the 24th win uh, that the United States has had in this event. And real quickly, what do you think of the combo of Gary Woodland, long-hitting Gary Woodland, and steady Eddie Matt Kuchar, the guy's like a walking ATM machine. I like to see I like to see pairings of, of players uh, that have uh, different styles of game. Um, I think it's common uh, for amateurs that get into a uh, a best ball event or uh, a four ball yeah. to. Uh, well when they when they have different skill sets or different skill strengths so I like that yeah because a lot. Yeah, there's going to be a change in format or there's they're talking about it because uh, first couple of days they play four days it's every other day is uh, best ball between right. the two and then they have uh, an alternate shot right which is which is hard and I think they they're gonna fool around with that and maybe change that uh, Henny Otto wins the South African Open in Johannesburg South Africa at, get this, I love this, the Serengeti Golf and Wildlife Estate only plays 7,761 yards. Ouch. Uh, Serengeti Golf and Wildlife Estate, I guess that brings kind of a new meaning to the term birdies and eagles, huh? I would think so. <laughs> they've, they've got their share of wildlife. If you watch it, uh, they've, they've got a lot of great shots of uh, different animals around the they golf course. They do that. Yeah, yeah some of that's better looking, you know, better to watch than the golf. I mean, that's a long golf course, 7,761 yards. The golf ball has, has forced this. Uh, you know, I, I mean, that's a, that's a subject that we could uh, talk about for quite a long uh, yeah. while. Um, I, I'm actually a little sorry to see it. I, uh, the, the, the days of the, of the, uh, shot makers. Boy, uh, the old tradition yeah. coming out. Well, I'm an, Tommy. Old, I'm an old guy. That's another show. <laughs> All right. This is the one that gets me. Ozzy. Greg Chalmers wins the Australian PGA Championship in a playoff over uh, Ozzy's Robert Allenby and Marcus Frazier by making par on the very first playoff hole, which was number 18. Uh, Frazier pull hooks it into the water on the left, so he's done. And then Allen B uh, pushes his drive into the woods uh, onto the white, onto the right. Now I don't get this. They show Allen B warming up before the playoff on the driving range with a three wood because that was going to be his strategy. Okay, hits driver instead, pushes it right, cooks his goose. Uh, Frazier, knowing there's water to the left, you'd think you know pull hooks it. It happens, but you think maybe you want to hit it a little further right. Uh, to take that out of play, so to speak. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Were they not thinking these guys are seasoned? Stupid to me. And they literally hand uh, Greg Chalmers a championship. Uh, the, yeah. I, I, pulling that tee shot left, uh, that can happen even if you're thinking yeah. hit it to the right side. The, the lower body stops turning. The upper body takes over. All of a sudden, the ball's going left. Uh, for Allenby, uh, Johnny Miller told me once, always make sure that the last club in your hands on the range is the one you're going to hit off the tee. Yep. Make sure. Uh, so that one is inexcusable uh, yeah, to me. Yeah, just kind of forcing the, uh, forcing the issue or whatever. But 
Anyway, congratulations. That's two in a row for him. Two in, in a Australia. row. Going for uh, the the uh, trifecta down there. I'm not sure what the third uh, event is, but they've got a like a triple crown. They got like a triple uh, crown. That's yeah. exactly right. All right. We're going to step away, take a short break, and uh, when we come back on golf and uh, other four-letter words, we're going to be talking some smack, some gossip, some rumors, some garbage, whatever, on a real fun segment called uh, Birdies and Bogey. Stay with us. We're back with you right after this. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. We're uh, laughing and giggling and having a great time, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show. Welcome back to Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. Tom Utzler in studio, my special guest. Uh, Birdies and bogeys. going to give you something. Want your reaction. Birdie, bogey, uh, eagle, whatever. Quad. Let me know what you think. Quad. Uh, Lee Westwood, number three world-ranked player in the year, is causing quite a bit of stir Deciding to become a full member of the PGA Tour next year in 2012 by committing to play at least a minimum, remember, commit to play a minimum of 15 events. Uh, that's causing quite a stir, uh, and it's interesting that he's doing it in a Ryder Cup year, and that's what's got everybody in such a tizzy, I guess. But what do you think, birdie or bogey? Uh, I'm going to call it a birdie. Anytime any of the top players in the world want to come and play uh, the U.S. PGA Tour, uh, I love it. I, I'm, uh, I'm of the opinion that this is the, the tour. Uh, that's not to take anything away from the European Tour, or the Astro-Asian, uh, any of those tours. They're all excellent, but the, the, the yeah. best... Uh, tour in the world is here. I, I could not agree with you more. Well said. You know, and a lot of people are speculating it might have something to do with the economy, you know, over in Europe, you know, with Spain and Italy and all some of the other uh, some of the other places as far as these guys, I don't know, tournaments going away. They have lost tournaments over in continental Europe over the last several years, but you're right. This is the tournament, best Still. players in the world. Yeah. We're not going bankrupt. We're not going anywhere, but uh, in a Ryder Cup year, uh, or it could have some effect, but I agree with you. Anytime you get top world player over here, to showcase his oh, talents, uh, it's a win-win, it's a birdie. A Organizers of the South African Open say controversial golfer John Daly did not snub their tournament, that he simply was unable to travel to Johannesburg uh, on time that uh, Daly refused to play the uh, event after his uh, very fiery exit that we talked about here on the show a couple of weeks ago from the recent Australian Open. So, I know, birdie or bogey with Big John. 
On his part? On his part. Um, in my opinion, John uh, is on a real bogey run. Mm-hmm. Um, I was under the impression that he was not even going to be invited to play that tournament, and I'm not sure that uh, that we're getting the full story there. But well, according to the organizers, he was, uh, and uh, he had other commitments, and just said he wasn't able to make it. But uh, is certainly looking forward to playing there in 2012. What commitments could he have that would uh, keep him from playing well, there a was major a, event? Well, there was a couple. Of that were opening in yeah, South that, Carolina. That may like have. That. But that, you're right. That may he's, have been he's on a double bogey run, so yep. uh, I, I agree with you there. All right, Tom, it's reported that Tiger Woods is going to make about $3 million large as an appearance fee to play at the uh, HSBC uh, Championship in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Woods is going to uh, drop his usual tour stop at Torrey Pines. Uh, in 2012, and it just seems it's uh, all about the money, my friends. So, pretty your bogey. Can I go par? Yeah, you go par. <laughs> I go uh, par. I have mixed emotions about about uh, appearance fees uh, uh, to begin with. Um, heard an interesting discussion this morning on uh, the Golf Channel, uh, and. I'm I'm really not sure where I where I come down on this. Uh, the last time I was offered three million dollars to play, uh, I, I I jumped at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know how you say no how to that. Can you, you can't. I don't say know no. how you, you say know, no. He's you know, and not not that Tiger Woods is starving or will starving, but you know he's he's lost quite a bit of money. Uh, three million is awfully tough to turn down. He can always play Torrey Pines. Uh, I don't blame him at all. No, I, 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 you know, so I think I think it's a birdie for Tiger. Holly Sweeney, uh, golfer Rory McIlroy's ex-girlfriend, Tom, threw a quote golf pros and tennis hoes party. That's not H O S E. Tennis hoes party as a blatant shot. At McElroy and his girlfriend, tennis star. Uh, what was her first name? I forgot again. Uh, Carolyn. Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn Wozniacki. Uh, McElroy sent numerous texts to Sweeney, begging her not to go through with it, since it will be shown on television on a show called "Celebrity Come Dine with Me." <laughs> Great name for a show, isn't it? Anyway, birdie or bogey for uh, Sweeney. Uh, I gotta call that a bogey. Oh, I, are you? Oh, and, I think it's a birdie. I think it's an eagle. <laughs> I think it, I think she's gonna gain a lot of fans because of this. I really well, do. She may, but that doesn't. Uh, I, I like to see people take the high road. Uh, I don't. Know. I. You think it's a bogey? I, I, I think it's a. I, I think it's a cheap shot. Well, it might be a cheap shot, but I give her an eagle for doing it. But you're probably right. It might be a bogey for, for taking the low road. So anyway, all right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is one LPGA commissioner Michael Wan confirmed a new event on future LPGA schedules. It's going to be a biennial international team competition with the format calling from uh, for six to eight countries made up of teams of four or more women. Uh, he says it's going to be countries 
plain for countries, not we versus you know the rest of the world, not knowing where some of these players come from in the first place. So I don't know. Do we need another team event on the LPGA Tour? Do your bogey. Uh, I I think birdie. Uh, the LPGA needs a shot in the arm. Uh, I think they have to try different things. As you were reading that, I thought, is this is this a build up to uh, golf in the Olympics? Are we are we are we going to see more country teams competing against one another in preparation for that? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. I and also I disagree with you. I think it's a I think it's a bogey. I don't think. The LPGA does need a shot in the arm. They need two shots in the arm. And I don't think an event like this is going to really help them that much. But it's interesting you mentioned the Olympics because that is the scuttlebutt on the change of format for the World Cup. They want to start playing it more in line with the Olympics in right. 2016. So that's, that's where that came about. So anyway, all right, enough of birdies and bogeys. Let's get on to our uh, last segment. And this is where uh, Tom is going to help you, is going to help me become better players with some of the great questions that were emailed in by our viewers. We call that, folks, Handicap Helper. All right, we're back, everybody. Want to make sure we have enough time to uh, get through this. I'm going to ask you some questions mm -hmm. that were emailed in by uh, our viewers and give them kind of a quick fix. Thomas says he's a bit uncertain about how much bounce he should have on his wedges as he is putting new wedges on his Christmas list. Good question. It is a good question. Uh, I know you could go in. That's from Thomas? An, that's from Thomas. You could spend an hour on this, but Thomas, give, a, give a quick I, answer. I, I would tell you that a lot is going to depend on the golf courses that you play, where you're playing, what part of the country. Um, we have uh, we tend to have very thin sand bunkers here. If you're if you're considering your your bunker play, uh, the wind blows most of it out. Uh, in that case, you want less bounce uh, on your on your wedges. If you're if you tend to play uh, lush courses or courses with uh, a lot of deep powdery sand, then you want more bounce. Uh, you have to understand that you're exposed. You want uh, in in those lush conditions or deep sand conditions, you want to expose a lot of the sole of the club face or the of the golf club right. to the sand first. Uh, so the more bounce, uh, the better off you are. Absolutely, good, good, very good answer. And good luck getting. Uh, hope you get them on the get them on the Christmas list and get them. Ernie lives here in Las Vegas, Tom, and would like some direction as to who you believe is a good club fitter. Good question. Who here in the area? Yeah. Uh, if you know, if you know. Uh, hmm. There's uh, time tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, okay. okay. I don't. I uh, don't. I'm a very good club fitter, but I don't have the. Uh, All right, there you go. We're gonna give you. Uh, we're gonna give you uh, 
uh, Tom's uh, email address again <laughs> a little later in the show and, and where to get a hold of him. But that's a tough one, though. Yeah, you know? it is. Uh, Frank says he's an 11 handicapper, wants to know about how many hybrids would be too much. So 11 handicap, fairly good player. Hmm. Hybrids are becoming popular. They're replacing a lot of clubs. Uh, what would be too much, though? It's, I don't know. Uh, you, you, you want to keep your, your scoring clubs, let's say, uh, uh, from 7-iron through wedge. Uh, but for a higher handicap player to go to a 6, even a 6 hybrid, 6-5-4, six, uh, I wouldn't see anything wrong with that. He's an I'm 11, though, so he's, he's a, fairly He's not skilled. a bad player, so I, um, keep, your, keep your six iron in the bag so for five sure. Five on down. Five on down All right. would not be too many. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go, Frank. Uh, Freddie sent this in. I like the feel of thicker grips, even though I have small hands. Would I be better off with normal grips? Freddie, I would say yes. You're, you're still better off with smaller grips. You may like the feel of the larger grip, but it's going to inhibit uh, the rotation and, uh, of your hands through impact. It's going to inhibit your wrist hinging at the top of the, of the uh, swing and through impact. So I, uh, they may feel more comfortable, but I don't think they're going to produce better golf shots. I think, I think you're absolutely right. Well said. It's going to inhibit that uh, release a little bit. Yes. Everybody likes thick grip. I do because you get to ooh, sure. they have power. Yeah. Just going to beat the crap out of this ball. But it's the wrong thing it's to do. It's the wrong thing. Uh, Chris feels he is moving his hands too much forward before swinging the club back. Is there a way to correct this? I guess he's overdoing it a little bit on the forward press. A little forward press. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, would, I would suggest uh, that you put a head cover behind the club head and drag the head cover back as your first move, using the club head to drag the head cover back. Uh, I think that's a good way to start getting rid of that, that forward yeah, press. That's a good drill. It is That's very a good, good drill. drill too. All right, Chris. Last one. Uh, Justin emailed us and said he needs a drill or tip uh, as he is having trouble getting his weight over to his front side on the downswing. <laughs> Help! How common well, is that, well, Justini? Well, welcome yeah, to the welcome club. Yeah, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. First thing I have to say is you would not throw a, a throw a ball without stepping forward, transferring your weight. You wouldn't hit a ball in any other sport uh, without transferring your weight to your, to your front foot. Uh, a good drill is what's called a step drill, where you place the ball in the middle of a normal stance, move your left foot back to your right foot, take the golf club back, and step into it. Yeah, very swing good. the golf club. Very good drill. Because if you don't, obviously, you know, you're hanging back, you're popping them up, you're not... You can't, you can't so have common though. Can't try to, to move an object in one direction while your weight's going in the other. Yeah, it, it's so common. Uh, we only got a couple of minutes, and I want to get this out. You've been to Scottsdale. I am assuming yes. you got some great golf there. For all of our viewers, if uh, you want a chance to win a uh, all expense paid to Scottsdale, uh, and and both golf and lodging, and you play like places at the Boulders, which is fantastic. Uh, TPC Scottsdale, some other good courses, and some other 
good prizes. Uh, uh, I write for uh, an organization called the A Position, and they have started a new website called Golf, uh, called Road Warriors. So go to www.golfroadwarriors.com. Check them out, but they also have an entry thing that you click, fill out some information, and at the end of the year, they're going to select somebody that's gone online that's filled out the, uh, you know, not the application, but the entry fee, uh, and somebody's going to win a great trip to uh, Scottsdale, room and board, you know, and, and all of that stuff's worth about 6000 bucks wow. or something like that. So golfroadwarriors.com, uh, check them out. It's uh, it's really worth uh, worthwhile. And like I said on Facebook today, if you don't have anybody to go with you, so, anyway, <laughs> how does somebody get a hold of you? Uh, they want to get their club fitted. They want to get some good golf lessons. They want to improve their game. How do they get a good hold of uh, Tom Utzler? Well, you, uh, you can call me at 404-432-2019. Uh, That's a cell phone carryover from my Atlanta days. Um, or email me at tomutzler 72 at gmail.com. Um, call Angel Park. They can put you in touch right. with me. Right. Um, that's how you get a hold of yeah. me. And uh, I would do it if you don't have that. Just call Angel Park and they'll, they'll and he's always out there. He's got no life. That's so, uh, none at all. That's he, golf is my life. Golf is his life uh, as, as it is, uh, as it is mine. Anyway, great job, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Welcome back anytime. Flattered to be here. Uh, my pleasure. Good, good job. All right, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words right here on the Vegas Video Network. Thanks for hanging with us. We're going to, of course, have another show for you, same time, same place, uh, next week. So we hope you make time to uh, check that out and hope you get a, time, a chance to play some golf uh, this week. Got some good weather for a little while, it's going to get a little iffy. But anyway, fairways and greens to everybody watching. And again, thanks for hanging in there with us. We'll see you all back uh, again next week. So long, everybody.